Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today, it's Pat and Stu in for Glenn. We expect Glenn Beck to be back at the helm on Monday, so make sure you check that out. He'll be going into everything that happened over the past week, I'm sure, giving you an update and, uh, and, and uh, a family crisis he's had going on. Uh, we'll let him get into that on Monday. Uh, today, we talk about the Biden speech, uh, the guns. He doesn't... I will say, I will say Biden's speech on guns was filled with inaccuracies at a point that really at a level you haven't seen you didn't really even maybe even see from barack obama i mean this was packed with lies lies yeah just flat out lies yeah a lot of them and it's hard to imagine he doesn't know that these are untrue uh they oh, they does. they're i think he does uh, even though i don't know that he knows where his shoes are true he does know that i think uh, so we get into a lot of that today. You'll love some of the history stuff that he got wrong, uh, some of the claims about uh, weapons today that he got wrong. It's really just a collection of Joe Biden saying things that are incorrect. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this podcast, as well as Pat Gray Unleashed. And of course, Stu Does America. We would really appreciate that. Uh, you know, it helps people figure out you know, that the show exists, so that's always a positive. Uh, make sure as well to pick up your Nancy Pelosi sucks pen while they uh, are still uh, available. They were sold out for the most of the year last year, honestly. We've got a giant shipment in, but they are going very fast, so pick it up. NancyPelosiSucksPen.com There's lots of fun stuff there. Also some great Pat Gray Unleashed merch you can pick up as well. So check that out. Here's the podcast. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Did you see uh, the Biden speech yesterday? All I his, did. Uh, yeah, it's great. It was great. Lots of good stuff in there. Pat. Lots of good stuff. Lots of fun, fun, common sense gun yes, reform. Yes, that's things. what I was Gu- thinking. Common sense. This is common sense. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, these people who talk about the Second Amendment, this has nothing to do with the Second Amendment. No. <laughs> I love the Second Amendment like my own uh, grandfather. Mm-hmm. Like great, great, because it's pretty old. So I love the Second Amendment like it's my great, 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 great grandfather. I really do. I love it. Uh, it's just that, you know, there's some common sense things that need to be done. Well, and eventually great, great grandmothers and fathers pass away. Thank you. And we still love them, but they're not here anymore. <laughs> That's just like the Second Amendment. Uh-huh. Uh, we we, uh-huh. we love it so. However, get out. That's essentially what the uh, what they were saying yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned common sense, and we mock this often because that's mm-hmm. what they use do we can we get to, by the way so, uh the biden gun shows sat so, so seven from pat's list uh because in some ways he actually is proposing common sense gun reforms and i want to and in other th- ways he's just flat out lying right through his no, communist well, teeth and this clip in particular he's doing both of them i think yes and he, yes let me explain why because it's not it's not how they mean it common sense mm-hmm. here is a uh, joe biden on gun shows most people don't know you walk into a store and you buy a gun you have a background check mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you go to a gun show uh, and you buy whatever you want and no background check mm. no what no that's terrible news yeah it's not true either <laughs> it's not true at all it's not true it's a total lie now i have purchased a gun 
at a gun show. Oh, have you? I have. And so you just walked in and they gave it to you they and you left, They just threw huh? it at me. I, yeah. It was a drive through Did you even have to pay for it? Yeah. I bet they didn't even care if you like, paid for it. All they asked is if, <laughs> look, you don't have to pay for it as long as you right. promise to murder innocents. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. I'll go out and I'll find some. Uh, no, I got a background check, went through the entire process. The overwhelming majority <laughs> of gun show sales go through this process. Only private sales, like if I'm selling a gun to Pat, I am not a dealer. I do not have the. Uh, I do not have the licensed. The, the, I am not a licensed dealer, right? Yeah. So I am not the type of person who has the 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 resources. Or I'm, how would I get a background check on someone if I'm selling one gun? Mm-hmm. I'm not a dealer. Right. Uh, I'm, if I'm giving it to my son, for example, uh, he's a little too young. Uh, but <laughs> when he grows up, if I'm like, hey, you know what, Zach wants a gun, uh, and you know, I have this one, he can have it. I'd have to go do a background check on my son. I, like, there are reasons why there are a very, very, very limited amount of gun sales that do not go through background checks. Um, but yeah, I went to a gun show. But I think the common knowledge, the co- the common sense says what he's saying is true, right? Uh, wait a minute. You could just walk into a background. You could just walk into a gun show and buy something without a background check, buy whatever you want. If that was the law... There'd be some would be sense outrageous. And, and, and people would be mm-hmm. upset about it and want that law changed. It's just not true. Right. So a common sense gun reform based on a lie is not a common sense gun reform, though that is what they're trying to pitch it as. They're trying to say, okay, well, a common sense, I think it's very common. It's part of common knowledge, people believe. That you can go to a gun show and buy whatever you want. I yeah, think that is they what keep people repeating believe. this lie. Right. The media so, says yeah, it. they do believe it. They do believe it. It's yeah. com- it's common <clears throat> knowledge. It's just not true knowledge. Right. It's not actually a fact. Right. At a gun show, a private, a uh, like a private uh, gun owner can sell to another person. Right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what that can happen at a gun show? I think it can happen. Yes. And and that has happened where a private seller sells to somebody who came into the gun show it's all it's so minor though it's such a small percentage of sales it's such a small you know i was talking to someone at the heritage foundation who testified in front of congress a couple weeks ago and i asked her i'm like is there an argument and i don't believe this but again your job as a host is to ask questions that you Mm -hmm. think might be interesting and i said is there an argument to say hey there, this is such a small percentage of sales. It is such. Mm. It is not an issue in this country. It really isn't. I mean, it's basically nothing. Yeah. Do we so, know of any gun crime that has been committed from a person to person sale without a gun background check at a gun show? I don't know of any. I, off I the don't, top of I've my never head. heard of it. However, never heard of it. Is it possible that it's happened? Sure. Of course, <clears> it's possible. Uh, it's very unlikely that it, it's certainly not a big it's not a big factor in our overall crime problem. Right? right. That is the big the big issue here. Right. And and I said I said to her, I said, uh, Amy Swear is her name. And I said, Amy, is there an argument to say maybe the right just gives up on that? They use this as a talking point all the time. And it's such a small percentage of sales. Maybe there's a way that we make it easy for, a, a you know, a background check to go through on on private sales. I don't know. You'd have to come up with a whole new system. There's all sorts of logistics in there. Is there an argument? And she agreed with me. No, you can't give one. I want to swear inch to these people on this issue because they mm-hmm. will take a mile every single time. You can't move a centimeter on guns because their goal is not 
a common sense reform. It is another step down the road to eventually have all of them gone. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. They're not going to tell you that. They'll occasionally they will. Um, you know, we, we occasionally will hear Although, people them tell you that. I will say it would be nice to have that argument completely eliminated. Right, that's why I want to say. But they'll still lie about it. Yeah. They'll still say. They'll still say it's it happening. Can happen. And then they'll find the next thing. Like yeah. ghost guns is the new one. Now, ghost guns, look, there. if you're a criminal and you want to go kill someone, there are much easier ways to get a gun, right? Mm-hmm. There is no reason for you to put it together in a kit. Now, yes, it has happened. Some people have done it. They do sell some of these things. Uh, Some shootings have occurred with these types of guns. But again, it's a minor, minor, minor percentage. It's much easier to go through a neighborhood and break into somebody's house and look for guns. You're much more likely uh, to find guns doing that than going through the whole process Mm -hmm. of trying to build one. Uh, Yes, you could do it. It is possible. They have kits that make it somewhat easy. And the kids have directions. And the kids have directions. Uh, Biden said so yesterday. <laughs> yeah. There are directions. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Huh. <laughs> a kit with directions. Amazing. That's a, that's incredible. But like we are, this is a society that we are constantly told cannot figure out how to get a driver's license to vote, but they're going to build their own guns? <laughs> really? It's so over-the-top insane. It is. It's ridiculous. They know, I think they know they can't really do much of anything. If you look at the six things he wants to do, very few of them, some of them are like, we're going to recommend to states that they do things. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's not even, that's not barely an executive order, right? (laughs) Uh, Some of it really was nonsensical, but they're going after the ghost guns. Probably the biggest thing they're going after are these these, uh, stabilizing grips Mm -hmm. as they're associated to pistols. Yeah, the pistol brace. Yeah, because those are they those have become relatively common. Again, they're not involved in a lot of crimes at all, but they have become relatively uh, common weapons for law-abiding citizens to own. And so that therefore, you know, I think part of that is because they know there's always a chance they're going to ban assault weapons. Mm-hmm. So if you have you have you get a similar feel from one of these weapons as an AR-15, though it's not an AR-15. It is a different type of weapon. It is a pistol. It just feels somewhat similar. So you get kind of some of the you get some of the package of an AR-15 without having to buy an AR-15. And because, you know, they might be coming to your door to take your AR-15. And there's other reasons to 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 own them. Uh, But they're good weapons and they are very effective as it particularly for females to be able to push back against attackers. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I mean, uh, you know, you want to be able to hit the guy running at you and you want to be able to stop them. And that should be something that should be mm-hmm. the, you'd think the left would care about if they they're so feminist and, and they care so much about these evil men that they tell us mm-hmm. are raping people all the time and attacking people all the time. And, you know, when it comes to, down to it, they don't seem to want to give any protection. They want to defund the police and take away the guns. Yeah. And he continued with his false arguments. Uh, cut number two. From Joe Biden. Nothing, nothing I'm about to recommend mm-hmm. in any way impinges on the Second Amendment. Nothing, nothing. They're phony arguments oh. suggesting that these are Second Amendment rights at stake from what we're talking about. Yeah, he knows about. phony arguments. Mm. He knows. But no, no amendment, he does. no amendment to the Constitution is absolute. Oh, you can't no. yell crowd. Huh. You can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. We call a freedom of speech. But you can. From the very beginning, you couldn't own any weapon you wanted to own. From the very beginning of the Second Amendment existed, certain people weren't allowed to have weapons. Huh. So the idea 
is just bizarre to suggest that some of the things we're recommending it's bizarre to the constitution (laughs) yeah okay gun violence in this country is an epidemic would you be arrested if you yelled fire at a crowded theater no i don't think think so would you be arrested though if you yelled uh does not say that a person can shout yell wolf in a crowded theater yeah okay so you can't yell wolf in a crowded theater but but you can yell fire. I think you, should, you, you can yell wolf uh, because particularly when there is a wolf in the theater. I've had several theater experiences <laughs> with wolves where there's a pack of wolves oh, wow. running through the theater. That's scary. And thank God Nancy Pelosi That's was scary. there yeah. to yell wolf. Uh, <laughs> she is awful. So stupid. She, by the way, I should point out, as we're telling mm. you that Nancy mm. Pelosi sucks, there's something called a Nancy Pelosi sucks pen dot com mm. that is available for you to tell everyone at work that Nancy Pelosi sucks it's nancy pelosi sucks pen.com by the way I, david harsani addressed the exact issue you're talking about pat mm-hmm. about fire in a crowded movie theater okay this is a, a national review yesterday um he, so biden said you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater and call it freedom of speech harsani who's by the way an absolute expert on the second amendment wrote an entire book about the history of guns and he goes into a bunch of this stuff today but he says you absolutely can this is probably the weakest and most infuriatingly overused analogy used in effort to restrict rights. The line taken from Oliver Wendell Holmes in the decision uh, Schneck versus the United States and subsequently repeated by thousands of censorship apologists since was at the heart of one of the most egregious violations of free expression in American history. The Schneck decision allowed the Wilson administration, dun dun dun, Woodrow Wilson, to throw anti-war activists in prison for violating the Espionage Act of 1917. It's difficult to think of more uh, of a more legitimate exercise of political expression than debating war and peace. In any event, Schneck was basically overturned by the Brandenburg versus Ohio decision. We've heard a lot about that one recently, uh, which found uh, that the First Amendment protects speech unless it is likely to incite, quote, imminent lawless action, which yelling fire in a theater does not. Wow. So you actually can... Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't recommend it. But you actually can yell fire in a theater. And what about wolf? What but about you cannot yell wolf. You can't under yell wolf. no circumstances. Can, can I yell, yell coyote? <laughs> coyote! Can you Is that okay? I'm pretty sure I just yelled it on the radio. My, Am oh I going to be gosh. arrested? You can. Oh my god. My gosh. understanding is you cannot yell any uh four-legged furry animals on the radio. <laughs> At any point, so really, yeah. Please don't don't test it huh. because uh, you already did the coyote thing. That's already a First Amendment violation. Oh man! But if you're in a crowded theater, do not do not yell, you know, poodle, because that is definitely against the Constitution. The best of the Glenn Beck program. crash he was going 87 miles an hour when he hit the tree or 75 yeah he was going 87 when he ran into something when he first made contact Mm. and then 75 miles an hour when he hit the tree that's incredible how did he survive that they say the forensics showed that he didn't even (laughs) tap the brake right didn't even tap brakes at all no so he wonder like did he fall asleep right that's what i think happened yeah did he do it on purpose like, I don't think so, but I mean, like, it's like, that's the mm-hmm. type of thing to go 87 miles an hour without tapping the brakes around in a 45 mile an hour zone, by the way. And especially when he doesn't remember 
or at least he says he doesn't. He, yeah. he doesn't remember what happened, so it's going to be hard to pin that down. It does seem like sleep <clears throat> is the most likely. Yeah, I would think so. But, but if you fall asleep, you'd think you'd come off of the gas, but it's possible, I guess, if you fall a certain way and the gas pedal stays down. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had cruise control on at 87 in the 45. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a very, very strange story. And unend- he should never get in an automobile again. I mean, he's got to stop getting inside automobiles. <laughs> yeah, it just it does not work well, out well, does it? No. no. It's, it, That's how we found out about the whole scandal. Remember, he was like backing down his driveway and like crashed into a tree. Yeah. Just stop driving. Well, I think he crashed into a tree after his wife put a uh, golf club through the back window. Isn't that what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he's trying to get away from her, and then he crashed into the tree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he and uh, SUVs don't seem to mix very well. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. It is uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn. Um, yeah, Prince Philip has died. That seems to be the. It's a big story Only today. news of the day today. I, I, I do not understand the fascination with the American people. Not at all. Now, I guess like you'd say these are elevated celebrities in Great Britain. And if you're in Great Britain, mm-hmm. maybe you care. But I don't understand why our media cares so much about this. They I care, care a lot. I too. guess it's market forces, right? The only thing I could think of is market forces. You put them, you put. Now, look, uh, what's her face? Uh, Meghan Markle is a pseudo u.s celebrity i mean she was mm-hmm. on a relatively <clears throat> notable show i liked it a lot i like suits a lot i was a fan of that show um but you know it was, it, was mm-hmm. it ran for nine seasons it was on usa and had millions of people watching it mm-hmm. she was a main character in the show now she was not an a-list celebrity before this but she was relatively well known and you know the fact that a an american princess an american actress has become a princess or whatever you know however that works she a princess or a duchess duchess yeah sorry duchess mm-hmm. uh it's a big deal uh, you know and like that, that you could see why that would make it that part of it interesting for the american people okay one of our celebrities is now married into the royal family kind of interesting yeah maybe but, but wall-to-wall coverage of of a 99 year old right who, who just passed away doesn't really even have an impact on the situation like no. he's just in the family is it worth mentioning yes but wall-to-wall coverage i mean for the last several hours that's about all they've talked about mm. it's amazing <laughs> it really it's absolutely it really amazing to me I, I i've never understood it and uh it just continues I'm not, i really haven't even understood it for the british people because again you know it's not like the monarchy was a good thing when was that great for them it never it was never great to my knowledge i mean is there a beloved king that that i mean unless arthur was real and uh, that's doubtful they, they had a pretty much pretty much a string of bad guys for hundreds of years so i don't know why they look back on it so fondly i don't know why they keep pretending that the monarchy means something to him. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's very strange. I, I, I mean, it, it was a horror show. Yeah, for, for a lot of the. Yeah, and, and by the way, I mean, they killed their wife. They beheaded their wives. <laughs> these guys. It really, is a strange thing to continue to celebrate. <laughs> it is, and you know, not to mention it. It unleashed awful things all across the globe to all sorts of different people. And now it's like, well, yeah. yeah, but we like when they're, you know, it's kind of cool. Like they come out and they do the tea. 
Uh, and the tea, <laughs> yeah, the, the tea in the afternoon. Really? That's kind of cool. The tea in the afternoon. So let's is spend what? a few billion dollars huh. remembering it constantly. <laughs> right. You know, I don't. Right. I don't. Let's get just it. continue to make him the richest family in the world. Let's do that. Let's do that. That's All good. Right. That's good. That's worthwhile. Huh. It's a worthwhile pursuit. Okay. Well. Mm. Good luck with that. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Finishing up our discussion on uh, Biden and his uh, gun control uh, legislation, or not even legislation, it's these executive orders that he's that he's uh, uh, putting forward, and just some suggestions to states on doing other things like the red flag laws. He, you can't do an executive order on that, so he's recommending to states that they take up the red flag law situation. Uh, so. You found something else interesting in his discussion yesterday? Yeah, there's been this thing that changed a few years ago, I guess, where if there was like a mass shooting, everyone would say, oh, geez, uh, thoughts and prayers are with the victims. Mm -hmm. Like it was a standard thing to say. And it was something that is like a just a general there's people going through tough times and maybe we shouldn't be talking about politics right now. But even even more fundamentally than that, I feel bad that these things this happened to these people. Whether you agree or disagree with new laws to try to correct it, it has it makes no difference. Just saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for you are two really basic human things. It's particularly important for people who of faith to say, I'm praying for you. It's, you know, again, if you're a person of faith, it's like the most important thing you can do. It's not some flippant thoughts you know okay my thoughts are with you it's a nice thing to say as a human being to another but a prayer is something you think is really important if you're a person of faith it's basically like the most important thing you can do uh so oddly a few years ago it used to be something that all democrats would say you know oh gosh you know our our thoughts or prayers are are with the victims here but we need to do something you know that was very standard democratic stuff they acted mm-hmm. as if they cared about people who believed in God. Whether they do or not, I don't know. But they acted as if they cared about people who do. And a few years ago, that changed. And it started. people started saying, you know what? I'm sick of hearing about thoughts and prayers. What does that do? It doesn't stop these things. Thoughts and prayers mm-hmm. are not enough. And we got into this thing where at first it was just people on Twitter or crazy like left-wing writers that would say, oh, thoughts and prayers are not enough. And then it crossed over into into politicians where politicians would say it. It'd say like, I, you know, thoughts and prayers are just not enough here. We need to do something. Now, it's very revealing, Pat, to me that a person who claims to be of faith would say that praying isn't doing something, right? It's mm-hmm. a prayers. We, yeah, it's a prayers. We need to do something. Actually, if you're a person of faith, praying is doing something. For sure. It's vital to this. And you might not agree with that. You might not believe in prayers. You might not believe in God. But like, if you're talking about a person of faith, which all of these Democrats say they are. I mean, listen to Nancy Pelosi. She speaks. She sounds like a preacher half the time when she's talking about laws. And they say, oh, thoughts and prayers. We need to actually do something. Thoughts and prayers are not enough. Joe Biden took that to a whole new level during this speech, and very few people have noticed it. I've never, I don't know that I've ever heard a politician ask for this before. Whether Congress acts or not, I'm going to use all the resources at my disposal as president to keep the American people safe from gun violence. 
But there's much more that Congress can do okay. to help that effort. And they can do it right now. They've offered plenty of thoughts and prayers, members of Congress. Here it is. But they passed not a single new federal law to reduce gun violence. Okay, standard. Enough prayers. Mm, wait. Time for some action. Wait. Yeah, enough prayers. Enough prayers? So you're saying we should stop praying? <laughs> this is not thoughts and prayers are not uh, enough. This is please discontinue the activity of praying. Yeah. Enough yeah. prayers? This is from the big time Catholic that... It means so much to him. Oh, it means so much to him. It means so oh, much. He is a you know, deep, deep faith. I mean, some of the things mean so much to him. Not, yeah, not everything. Everything, obviously. I mean, clearly, obviously. I mean, who, gonna, thou shalt not, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who knows what they <laughs> really meant by that? Maybe they did. You know, look, maybe uh, maybe they don't want all the babies to be alive. Who needs all of them? There's right. so many. They're so, so many. loud. You're right. You know? I, it's a, but that's a whole different story. And then he essentially tells you to stop praying. Stop praying. Enough, enough, enough prayers. prayers. Enough prayers. That's just now. Uh, I mean, maybe that was just him. Crazy. You know, blubbering through another line, which is not impossible. But this, it's surprising how dismissive these people are over yeah, faith. Now it is. It's just like, ah, oh, your your prayers suck. Mm-hmm. Stop doing them. They're, not only are they I not want to hear it from you Christians. Yeah, it's really like that dismissive. It and it's because, of course, this is what they have thought the entire time. But we're usually used to be smart enough not to say it. Now they're just blurting it out. Stop praying. We'd like that activity <laughs> yeah. to cease, please. Yeah. All The only thing that is doing something is government. If government does something, then it's real. But if it's you praying your prayers, that's nothing. Again, I, you might believe that, and that's up to you. This is, you know, America. But Joe Biden to be supposedly they, is a Catholic, right? And they, and they, it used to be that they wouldn't dare say something like that. But right. now they just, they do, they just do. It really is amazing. Uh, all right, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Let's go to Kenton in Georgia. Hi, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. So I tried to do this about three years ago. My son had the great idea that it would be fun for us to do this together. The, the oh, ghost gun? About a, <laughs> yeah, ghost gun. Yeah. I spent about 100 bucks buying the tool that we needed. I bought them used because I knew I'd never use them again. Right. And we spent about a week watching videos together, figuring it all out <laughs> before we dove into it. It was a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't turn out well or it just so took too I, long? Oh, no, I completely we ruined the lower half that we bought. So we bought two of them. Okay. We ruined the first one. <laughs> then the jig that we were using, which was supposed to be the best jig on the market, completely ruined that. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so now I still have the second lower in the original packaging in my safe. Yes, that's... Because we didn't even try it again. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what all drug dealers are doing right now. They're just like, you know yeah. what? Let's just get the jig, and we'll get that all set up. It's, like, ridiculous. This is not a, a core part of this of the problem of gun violence in this country. Uh, absolutely incredible. And this is exactly how I would expect it. Thank you, Kenton. I appreciate the uh, phone call. Uh, let's try uh, Justin. Justin, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Um, anyway, we're trying to outlaw an inanimate object. Why? Does it not <laughs> take a human being mm. to operate that? And if that's the case, mm-hmm. that the inanimate objects are killing people, why not outlaw them all? 
they could potentially kill somebody. It is a ridiculous flaw in their basic logic. And uh, thanks, Justin, for the call. There's this. Uh, this is the same thing when he was talking about uh, suing gun manufacturers. Another lie. Uh, another lie. First of all, you can sue gun manufacturers. There is limited uh, shield they have. And, and, and it's and limited very- because if you screw up with their device, like you do something stupid with a gun and misuse it, mm-hmm. then they can't be held liable for that. Right. And of course, that's... I mean, it makes sense. Of course, that would be ridiculous. Yeah. You know, uh, if you were to buy a car, a Toyota, you should not be able to sue Toyota because you decided to run somebody over. It's not Toyota's fault. Mm-hmm. It's what you did with it. It's not a crime until you actually commit the crime. And that's why it would be ridiculous. The reason why Joe Biden wants it so badly is because he knows he can sue these people out of existence. You could just file a million frivolous lawsuits and they will. most of these companies will have to shut down. And that's, of course, what they want. Uh, Brian in North Carolina, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program with Pat and Stu. Thank you. Uh, this is an absurd conversation. I can't even believe we're having it. The um, Second Amendment was designed so that we could maintain a militia not go bird hunting, although I like the idea of bird hunting. It's just mm-hmm. uh, as we have progressed in in ways of needing to defend ourselves because those around us who would seek to hurt us have greater ways to hurt us, we should have greater ways of defending ourselves. We don't need a 22 short to defend our homes anymore. Um, having an AR may be necessary at some point, but you said you said something a few minutes ago that made a lot of sense to me. You said that this is more than just for defense, and that's the truth. The people that are buying these ARs are buying them, yes, for defense, but a lot of them are buying them because it's an art or a skill or a hobby. Mm -hmm. Some of them are doing it as a form of an investment for retirement because, uh, you know, money is about worthless anymore, and so they they stockpile guns, not to use them, but to have them in storage for their future. There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with this. And if we outlaw every gun in the world, I mean, even Blue Bloods is now even using knives for their murders there's not a lot of guns on tv anymore people are going to find a way to kill somebody mm-hmm. even if they don't have a gun it's absurd yeah no it's, it's very true and brian thanks for the call it's true i you know it most of the people buying these things are people like the callers we're talking to who are average people who might want to try to do this maybe they're they're collectors you know there's something you can go buy a table at ikea there's something about building it yourself the American people have always praised that instinct. It's always been something uh, that people love. I have a friend who who uh, loves playing poker and is building his own poker table. He can go to Amazon and get a freaking poker table delivered in the next day. But he's mm-hmm. building his own because he wants to do it. There's just that's just that, that is something you can't make illegal. And of course, it's not going to work even if you do. the The Australian law is the thing that I always loved going back to because they ba- they bought back about. 20% of the guns in the country and it was supposed to really help gun violence showed no effect by the way all the studies afterwards showed that had no effect on gun violence but if you were to do that here you'd have to buy like a hundred million guns first of all just the cost of that buying back 100 million guns you take mm. the 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 way how would you do that uh, gun owners are not going to you know maybe you could get 20% of them back maybe I mean, maybe. Oh, I doubt it. Maybe, but I mean, there's some people who probably wouldn't care. Maybe I don't know. But let's just say you could. Yeah. What does What does that leave you with? A country with 300 million guns in it. <laughs> it makes no mm-hmm. freaking difference. The people who are going to commit crimes with them are not going to give them back to you. And the other people, there's still going to be plenty of guns out there to commit crimes with. So you're going to disarm the 
the law-abiding citizens right. is it's what you're going to do. Not only unconstitutional, but it is also uh, completely ridiculous. Uh, let's try Noah, line eight uh, in Texas. Noah, welcome to the Glenbeck program with Pat and Stu, and you have a phone call. <laughs> Did we lose him? He just put his... Do you believe this? This guy just put it down. Let's, let's see if he answers it. Hello? Yes, hi. Oh. Noah? Why Sorry, did you pick up this phone, this call and not the other phone that was ringing? <laughs> yeah, well, the other one's my business phone ringing, and I think it's more important to talk to you guys. Right, there <laughs> well, you go. There we go. That's yeah. America for you. The heck right with there. your customer. All right, go ahead. <laughs> All right, Noah, you were talking <laughs> about, uh, you called in on the ghost gun conversation? Yes, sir. Yeah, so I've built quite a few of these things, uh, not for anybody else, but only for myself. And it takes a lot of money investing in it and one you can't you never do it perfectly unless you have a cnc machine the cnc machines that they make for these things run about three thousand dollars <laughs> after and that's for the wow that's for the machine and, the bit. <laughs> and even then half the time you don't do it perfect uh, I gotta wow. admit, I mean, these are precise instruments. This is not like, you know, you're, uh, it's gonna be very yeah. difficult to do on your own. Um, how, do you, you've built a bunch of these for your own. Do you know a lot about guns or? Yes, sir. Yeah, I have a gun store. And so build my own mm. guns is kind of the hobby of mine. And it gives me a sense of pride, especially whenever I'm uh, out shooting them or harvesting animals with them. And uh, so that it's kind of just a hobby of mine. I mm. enjoy it. I take pride in it. And, this is a great point because like the guy owns a gun store he can get <laughs> guns but he's building them himself because you know it is it's a point of pride it's, it's a cool thing to go through uh noah thanks so much for the phone call appreciate it Na, 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 na.